0: morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that continues to ask the question, if your banking brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? After we had... Our first show after the Super Bowl with the president of the Independent Bankers Association of New York State only to learn during the interview that he had once played in the NFL and watching how my LinkedIn profile just absolutely blew up after that show, I knew there was no way to top that. And after 13 years of doing the show the same way basically, I realized now was the perfect time to make some big and dynamic changes in how I intentionally engage my audience of clients and potential clients. And so one of the first decisions I made was I knew I was never gonna have that kind of LinkedIn juice like I did after the interview with John Witkowski. And so I thought not only would this be a great time to reevaluate the time I was spending on LinkedIn but perhaps a great time to get rid of it all together and I thought I knew I wanted to keep doing the podcast but I wanted to do that in a different way as well when I started my professional speaking career in the early 2000s I went from not being known to being one of the most sought-after professional speakers in the banking marketplace literally overnight without social media and as I've said many of you have talked to me about this Social media didn't make me. It can't break me. And I've got to tell you, without LinkedIn and all the other social media platforms, I quit Twitter back in 2020. I was obviously never on Instagram or all the other ones. It. it I've never been more productive. I've never been more creative. And I'm working on something new that you will hear about in time. And it's going to continue to do what we've always done, find fun, and entertaining ways to talk about banking because banking does not have to be boring. Banking does not have to be explained in a webinar or in a PowerPoint or with bullet points, and this all coincided with the big news out of California, Silicon Valley Bank going down. I had already done a show on the folly of ESG as ever. I am always ahead of the curve. I'm always ahead of the game. And so I didn't want to be the last person to quit LinkedIn. I wanted to be the first because I've always been a pioneer. As we used to say down at Fort Benning at the Ranger School, Rangers lead the way. And I always lead the way. So when we get back from the break, I'm going to tell you why I quit LinkedIn. I'm not suggesting you should but I'm going to tell you why I did, and you can decide for yourself, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 13 years, it's conference-quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, the boring speaker looks so good on paper, and without the expense report. This is the one and only Power Performance Podcast. I quit LinkedIn. I've got to turn the time machine back a little bit to a flight from Dallas Love Field on Southwest Airlines back home to San Antonio, Texas, probably late 2000s. And this is a flight I made literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And you know, you can tell during the work week when you're on a flight with other business professionals. This is not you know, summer vacation. This is not spring break or holiday travel. And because I spoke professionally, you know how it is when you're on an airplane. People might ask you, hey, what do you do? And so when I told people I did professional speaking, one thing they would always ask me, there were two things they would always ask me. The first question would be, do you mean like motivational speaking? And I didn't like that term because I thought of those – cheesy motivational speakers that I had seen from time to time and, and that's not what I did. I wasn't jumping around. My my sessions were very action packed and entertaining and full of music and live music. And they they did motivate people, but I did not like people thinking of me as a motivational speaker. And of course the other the other topic, the other question would be, and and what do you speak about? And that was easy to answer. Generational marketing and management. And people always found that Very interesting, and it typically inspired more questions. Well, speaking professionally meant that when I was on the plane, I liked to be quiet. I just liked to have my PlayStation Portable out and playing baseball and killing time till I got home. I was not a big-time conversationalist on the plane. Well, on this particular flight, I was out of battery, and so it was no big deal, 45 minutes from Dallas to San Antonio. I'm just going to stay quiet, keep to myself, and hopefully – be left alone. Well, little old lady, it's like the cliche, sitting in between myself and the guy in the window turns to me before we depart and says, so what do you do? And I thought, I can say anything, right? I mean, even you're on an airplane, you can say anything. And just to have a little fun, I said as an inside joke to myself, I'm the person who names subdivisions. And she sat up like the rock that she goes, what? Wow, you do that? I've always wondered who did that. Now, the guy on the window leans forward and looks around her and says, you do that? How in the world did you get that job? Folks, this, this inspired probably 20 questions from the two people in my row, the person across the aisle, the, the people in front of me who heard this are sticking their heads through the little crack in the seats. The people behind are sort of pulling back on my, my chair to ask me, how did you get this job? You know, how did you do this? And it's one little white lie on top of another. You know, h- how do you decide? And I said, well, I, I'll go out to a field and I'll see a lot of doves in the trees and I'll say Dove Crossing or there'll be a nice pond over by an old building. It'll be Mill Pond or Harker Heights and just start making up these ridiculous names of subdivisions and people were absolutely fascinated. How did you get the job? Well, I worked for a, for a builder and I had a, I had the ability to come up with names that everybody liked. Now, how do you, how do you do it? This was in the era before drones were wildly popular. Well, I go up in a private plane or a helicopter and I fly over the area that's been coded for a subdivision and that's how I get my inspiration. It's near a river, River Run, or it's near a bunch of hills, you know, Hilltop Crest or, you know, Hilltop Terrace. And I mean, for 40 minutes, I made people who were, for the most part, with the exception of the lady sitting next to me, although she could have still been working, she wasn't that old, People that were intelligent business professionals believe that I made a living naming subdivisions and none of it was true. And I've been thinking about that situation when I decided to leave LinkedIn because all of that was done in person, face-to-face, within you know two or three feet of me. Imagine what people can get away with on LinkedIn back before the pandemic, maybe 2016, 2017. I created that fake bank on LinkedIn, NRB bank shares, not real bank shares. I had people sending me job applications, people sending me resumes, vendors calling me, every fintech sales rep calling me. They never even thought to go check and see if the NRB bank shares had a website or a phone number or an address. All they did was see LinkedIn and they believed it was a real bank. It was a little prank I pulled on the radio show. So just think about that. How how much stuff on LinkedIn is actually true? Let me tell you what I don't miss about LinkedIn. I don't miss the people acting all excited to connect with me only to ask me to attend a free webinar on cryptocurrency. I, I don't miss the Facebookization of LinkedIn. You know, here I go. I don't normally post personal stuff, but here's a 500 word essay on my struggle with diabetes or plaque psoriasis or, you know, becoming sober or whatever. All this stuff is great. I'm very glad people survive cancer and get sober, but I don't know that it belongs on a, a social media platform that was supposed to be for professional networking. And I noticed the change even before COVID-19 that I really couldn't tell the difference between LinkedIn and Facebook. Plus, I found out, and this is very important, the algorithm at LinkedIn is actually meant to make you and put you in contact with people that you do not agree with. You know, I, I obviously, you know, being from Texas, being on LinkedIn through some pretty contentious presidential elections, I'm not you know i'm not saying i wasn't part of this facebookization of linkedin i i certainly made comments about things that i preferred politically and then i noticed i would get all kinds of you know comments and requests from people that i had never heard of because linkedin is putting that post in front of people who are going to engage me in a political debate and it's not It's not a good use of your time at work. As I often tell people, I've only got one vote. If you don't agree with me, all you have to do is go out and vote, and you're going to negate my vote on certain things. And it just became tiresome. It became unprofitable. It, It became where I was sitting here one day, and it was just like muscle memory. I would go to my keyboard and immediately type in LinkedIn. And I realized that I had been conditioned to pay a lot of attention to this platform, and it wasn't really making me any money. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going back to how I built Eloquent Online in the first place, working with people that are actively doing things, you know, I don't miss all the bestsellers. You know, Amazon bestseller because I've sold 16 books on bringing back the Dewey Decimal System or the metric system. And, you know, only two other people have written books about this. And I've sold 16, and they've sold seven and three respectively. Therefore, I'm a selling author on Amazon. No, I'm going back to hanging out with the grownups who are doing work every day and what I found is the people that are most accomplished that I talked to they didn't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn I was calling LinkedIn an echo chamber of mediocrity and I'm not a mediocre person and so rather than stand in that echo chamber and complain about it I simply left it if I don't like a movie I turn it off or I get up and go and so that's what I did with LinkedIn now that is obviously a decision that you have to make for yourself and for your brand. I honestly don't see a lot of value in banking brands having a LinkedIn presence because that's not where your customers are going to find you. If their debit card doesn't work, they're going to jump on your Facebook page, or go to your website, or pick up their mobile app and see if there's a notification. And so I think the social media platforms can be very valuable for banking brands for that kind of thing. But if you're really honest, and I mean really honest with yourself, I, mean, I looked the other day at Bank of America's Twitter feed. This is Bank of America, and I mean their their latest tweet had less than 40, you know, reactions to it. This is Bank of America. And so I'm going to get back to the business of one-on-one talking to people. You know, I've... I never made any money on LinkedIn. I, I find my clients by talking to people, having conversations with them, whether it's on the air or after the show. It's it's never been hey I've got a LinkedIn presence send me money. It's never worked that way. And so I feel really confident about this. I guess there's always the possibility because we're working on a lot of things here. Uh, maybe come back someday with a company branded page. You know we're going to continue to use the musical metaphors to use that to parallel the banking world with maybe online musical performance. I did a whole lot of things that we're talking about, but I'm gonna start with sort of like I did when I started speaking professionally. I started speaking for one particular organization and it just blew up from there. And so that's what I'm going to do. So stay tuned. Um still around I will be posting the show. It may be through a different channel, but the the result will be the same. An informative An entertaining and relevant podcast about banking that you can listen to any place on the face of the earth if you have Wi-Fi up to and including the International Space Station. My name is Jason Dyer. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, Why I Left LinkedIn. That's right. You won't find me out there. And I have just, like I said, been happier and I've been more productive. Until next we speak, I'll talk to you all very, very soon. Take care.